EPC rules for landlords are changing again. As if landlords weren't already worried and stressed enough about EPC legislation and all of the other legislation and all of the new legislation and all of the changes to legislation that's been going on over the last decade. Now, the EPC rules are changing again. So I want to tell you what those changes are, and I'm gonna give you some advice about what I think landlords should do right now with the energy performance of their properties. First of all, we all know that the minimum energy performance rating of your property must be an E. If it's lower than an E, then you can't let your property out legally. It was proposed that that minimum rating was gonna change to a C rating by 2025. All of these old Victorian houses we've got in the UK, how are they gonna to get to a C rating without serious investment from landlords? Anyway, I'll come back to that in a minute. So it was proposed that the minimum energy performance rating was gonna to go to a C by 2025. And then it was proposed that the minimum C rating would be by 2028. And now it's been scrapped. Now, if you ever wanna cause uncertainty in any sector, let alone just the private rented sector, then what you should do is make an overambitious target, then change the overambitious target because it was too ambitious, and then scrap it because it was ridiculous. Now, I don't want any landlords to get complacent because this isn't the end of it. I promise you, this is not the end of it. In fact, I think we're gonna see more changes to EPCs and the way that we all look at energy performance ratings because of a number of things. First of all, the energy prices are so high. Second of all, the government has a target. Regardless of what happens with this current EPC change, the government has a target to achieve. So there are gonna be definite measures and definite changes, definite things that are brought into place for landlords. So don't get complacent. Now, I believe that if the government wants to achieve its targets and they're going to target landlords to help them achieve those targets, then they have to offer them an incentive. There has to be a reason for landlords to do it. Not just because it's law, but it has to be for a reason. And I think there is actually a very good reason why landlords should improve the energy performance rating of their properties. And I'll, I'll go into that a bit later. But the government have to provide the landlords with some incentive to do it. Because not all landlords have money. There are so many. In fact, I think something, don't quote me on this, but something like 80% of all landlords in the UK only have one property. So it's not like they're swimming in money, ready to just spend six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand pounds on improving the energy efficiency of their property because the government say so. What it would do is force landlords out of the market. And if you start imposing those financial commitments or those financial requirements, then it won't just force landlords out of the private rented sector, it will increase 
the amount of landlords that go into repossessions, that go into financial difficulty themselves. And if a landlord goes into financial difficulty, they're not gonna be able to afford to properly maintain the property. They're not gonna be able to afford to properly improve the property. Anyway, I've gone off on a tangent there. Shock, I know, but you get my point. So for me, the government are going to need to seriously increase the amount of grants and funding facilities available in order for landlords to help the government achieve their targets. But it's not just about the money. In some cases, in fact, in a lot of cases, the work required to bring a property to a C rating is significant, which means the tenant isn't gonna be able to live in the property whilst that work's going on. So what happens then? What does the tenant do? What does the landlord do? So there has to be incentives for that as well. And there has to be some consideration so that those huge pieces of work that need to be done to improve the property's energy rating can be done or that the energy rating requirement is not as high or as strict as it's appearing that it's gonna be. Hopefully you're following me with that. I guess what I'm saying is, is that that's a lot of work for a tenant to put up with while they're living there. And it's a lot of work for, for to expect a tenant to pay rent for whilst they're living there. So again, there has to be incentives from the government. Now, of course, I think there are gonna be incentives. There are so many hidden incentives that the government don't tell everybody about. It's ridiculous. It's almost like they expect us as letting agents to advertise and broadcast this for the government. Well, they, the government don't pay my lettings team to broadcast this information. We do it off our own back, from our own pockets. We share it with, with as many people as, as we can. I don't get paid for these videos. I do them because, well, obviously, I've got lettings agencies and I've got estate agencies and I've got mortgage brokers. Of course, I want to win new customers. Of course I do, but I share this information with everybody just to try and make sure that the message gets out there so that people know what's going on. Aren't I a saint? But that's the point. My point is, is that the government are relying on companies like mine to share this information for them. And what happens if there are companies like mine that don't? Who knows? So what is my advice for landlords when it comes to energy performance ratings? If you are at the stage with your property where you're thinking of some sort of refurbishment, put the energy rating at the forefront of your mind. I promise you, if your property is an E rating, then improve the energy performance as much as you can without ruining yourself financially. Why? Because right now the energy costs are so high, more and more and more tenants and property buyers are looking at the energy performance ratings of a property. The energy performance certificate is becoming quite the sales tool because what you're saying to a tenant or a buyer is, yes, you might be paying thousand pounds a month in rent, but you're gonna be saving 100 pounds, 150 pounds a month in energy costs because the energy rating is so good. But if we were gonna look from an entirely ruthless investment perspective, then actually, as a landlord, you could offer a property for a higher rent amount if it's got a better energy performance rating. Now, I'm not saying go and ramp up your rent and charge the tenants the earth because then that causes different problems. Actually, you should always keep the rent 
at a very fair market value, that's the best way to do it. But you do need to get the balance. You do need to work out what is a fair market value in rent and what is affordable amount of rent for my tenants. And what is a fair reflection on the fact that I've spent two or three grand on improving the energy performance of that property? It doesn't just mean the tenants save money either. It means that the tenants are warmer, they're more cozy, which makes them more comfortable and homely. So my advice to landlords is do what you can to improve the energy performance rating of your property and do it now because there is gonna be energy performance rating minimum requirements changing in the future. That wasn't a very good sentence, but you, you got my point. There is gonna be changes to the energy performance rating in the future. So do it now, because when it does change, and it will, everybody's gonna to have to get the work done and the contractors are gonna ramp up their prices and it's gonna be harder to get the contractors to do the work because they're gonna be so busy. Think about it. Think about all the Victorian properties in the country that need their energy performance ratings improved. Now, on a final note, I just wanna say, if you are a landlord and you would like to speak to my lettings team about letting your property or managing your property, then give us a call, send me an email, or click on the link that I'll put in the description and the comments below, and we'll have a chat about your options for letting and managing your property. There's no point nowadays in landlords managing their own properties. I think the government are trying to phase self-managing landlords out of the private rented sector. But that all aside, if you would like to speak to my lettings team, please do get in contact. I have a very, very good lettings team. I'm a landlord myself. I'm a property investor myself. And hence why I'm the owner of a letting agency. I've built it for landlords. I've built it to try and be the best letting agent for landlords that it can be. So contact me as soon as you can. That was my sales pitch and I hope to hear from you soon.